Welcome to EMG Transformations with Dan Stoll. Each episode will empower you to ignite your inner fire and provide methods to maximize your mental and physical performance. You never know how one valuable insight can make such a big impact. Please leave a five-star review if this episode leaves a positive impact on you. And don't be shy to screenshot and share episodes on social media that you find helpful so we can spread the message and make the world a better place. You never know who may need to hear and the impact it has on them too. We're only scratching the surface. There's so much more to learn. Subscribe and stick around to manage stress, improve your health, and create lasting lifestyle changes. Buckle up and get ready to spark your transformation with Nova Fusion. Welcome to EMG Transformations. Today you'll want to whip out your journal because we have a legendary guest, the one and only Mr. Michael Strickland. Michael is a highly successful real estate developer, author, and entrepreneur. He's turned a $22,000 lawn care business into a million dollar empire in less than three years and has added multiple extensions to his growing portfolio. His mission is to build generational wealth for his family and equip others with the blueprint of strategies on how to do it too, which you can learn in his book, Time is Running Out. He's featured on ABC, Inc. Magazine, BuzzFeed, Entrepreneur, and Forbes, and I'm humbled and honored to share this conversation with you guys. Thank you for joining us today, Michael. Awesome. Yeah, I really appreciate you having me. Yeah, man. I I love your work ethic and your will to be great. That's something that we talked about in Toronto. And, you know, there's a difference between will and skill. And you have the will to invest, learn from the best and apply those skills to build your empire. But you also have that will to give back and teach others, which is a really special thing. So this conversation is super important because we typically talk about like wellness and optimizing your performance. But you know, when you do the right things, you're going to make money damn near every time. So, you know, talking about how nine out of 10 people, if they get a million dollars, they're going to blow it within that 12 months. That's why we're so excited to have this conversation so we can teach people, you know, how to manage their money and make the most of it. So thank you so much for joining us today, man. Absolutely. I'm uh, definitely glad to be on here and see you know, anybody I can help, any piece of advice, any golden nuggets. Super glad to be able to ride that. So, yeah. So let's let's bring it back by starting with your backstory. Can you share a little bit on how you went from financially having things, you know, taken care of to earning your income and making a name for yourself? That was an inspiring story. So, you know, it's uh, it's kind of crazy. So, when I was growing up, you know, my dad worked in the oil field. Um, we didn't really do a whole lot together in the very, you know, when I was, as I was growing up, he was always gone, you know, 60% of the time he was gone because 30 days on a rig, you're sitting on a rig and then your travel time is part of your home time. So if you're going 30 home 30, well, you're home 30, you're traveling for four days, maybe five, and you come home and you sleep and try to catch some more rest and jet lag and all that. So, you know, 
he was gone majority of the time. So in return, I got to spin and do whatever I wanted to do. Um, you know, I can remember six, eight thousand dollar months just I had a card and whatever I want to do, I could do it. Uh, I, I'll never forget. I was probably 16 or so. Uh, I was at a restaurant. My buddy owned it and had a charge account. It was like $3,500. My mom, we went there to eat. I was like, hey, mom, I need you to clear that tab up. She, uh, she was like, are you freaking kidding me? Fade it, whatever, you know. So I'll never forget. Seven, two, and when I was 17, my dad put me on allowance. It's like the worst day of my life. I remember crying. I remember it was like horrible. You know, you go from doing anything to $2,500 a month. $2,500 a month, a lot of money when you're 17 years old. You're not doing anything for it. I understand that. But going from where I was to, to allowance, it was like, mm. So $2,500 a month, twelve fifty every two weeks, which is how he got paid every two weeks. They gave me twelve fifty. So then I got a $10 an hour job. And it was like, anything you want, $2,500 to $313.28 a week. You know, that's 1300 bucks a, a month. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I've got to do something. What am I going to do? Miserable, traded time for money, like working $10 an hour. Horrible. Two years. I didn't know what I was going to do. All I knew is I was going to the oil field until that time come. My dad said, I'm not hiring you. And I'm not getting you hired on. And his dad told him that. And he ended up fighting and he, he went to the oil field. But he told me, he said, go figure something else out. So at the time, I was fishing FOW Bassmaster. Uh, travel with some of the best known in the world uh, still today. Wesley Strader's one of them. Top, I mean, top five in the world. I actually got to travel and that goes all the way back to getting in the right rooms with the right people and just that's the way you exceed and um, gain the knowledge you need to be able to have the outcomes you want and what you're doing, right? So, being able to travel with him and several of the other top in the country I want to do a fishing career. And I was like, so I, I, I started doing that, but I had this $10 an hour job and I did it for several years before I got the job. When I got the job, it slowed down. I just did tournaments. Well, I went on a bachelor trip, never even thought about being self-employed. Like didn't really even understand it. Like just thought I was going to be employed the rest of my life. One of my friends, friend rode with us, to on this bicycle trip in Arkansas to go on goose hunt. He's in the back. He's just answering phone, answering phone, answering phone, answering phone. And, you know, just these great conversations like we're having now, just talking, you know, just checking on all this. He was a, it was a uh, supply. He supplied food for the houses uh, or for the boats going down the Mississippi River. Doug boats. So he was calling, just checking on Catherine. How's your family? How's your kids? You know, just having good conversations. So, I was like, you know, that's uh that's something that's cool. Like I, I could do that. I mean, I like talking to people, right? So I was like, man, I spent the whole bachelor trip. I mean, it was fun and all, but I spent the whole trip my focus on him trying to figure out how he could help me and be my mentor. So I just straight up asked him, you know, you, you don't get what you don't ask for. Um and I, I I preach that all the time to my kids. Like if my kids ask me for something crazy. Most of the time, they're going to get it just because they had the audacity to ask for it. Um, but 
I said, how can you help me? Like, what do I need to do? What do I need? How do I get started? Like, let's go. And he was like, Russ, save up 10 grand. I'll help you. I'm sorry. I said, it'll take me a minute, but let's go. You know, $300 a week. And I was like, all right. So we get back two months in, he calls me. He's like, hey, man, look, I got this line service, global line service. I will owner finance it to you. I, I want $20,000 for it. It's doing this. I think it was like five grand a month. Well, he said, all I want is the first, first payment down, $800 a month. That was like, I think it was like $800 a month. He wanted $800 down. Simple, easy deal. He had all the lawn care equipment and um, the clients. So I took that. I did that. We worked on that deal. We finalized that deal. I actually blew a tournament, left early, come home because he was gone and started cutting the clients. It didn't take me 30 days to realize that he had screwed me. Like, mm-hmm. supposed to do 500, it did like 1,500. Oh, I'm sorry. It should be like five thousand. Be like fifteen hundred. Um. So basically, which was fine, um, because it kind of still replaced my income, right? I was doing twelve hundred. It's doing twelve fifteen hundred. I mean, whatever. I d- I did have some expenses that I didn't have before, but I still was able to pay my little bit of notes that I did have at the time. And I just hustled. I just. I realized I went to him, me and my grandfather, my grandfather actually acted as my attorney in that situation. Um, kind of crazy. I agree. And I don't agree with him now looking back at that situation and you don't know what you don't know. Um, he told me I was crazy. I was spending 20 grand on a lawn service business. I could just go buy my own stuff and start a business for just say 10 grand. Right. He's like, why are you doing this? Like, I'm buying no revenue. I didn't know what I was doing at the time. I knew I was buying revenue, but like I didn't know the scale of what I know today by my mentors today exactly what I was doing. I was accidentally doing it, but I was doing it on the right path. Um, but what I didn't understand was the due diligence part. Mm. I knew this list. I seen this list. I went off the numbers. I never called them clients. I was supposed to go ride with them. When I started riding with them, or I started going to these clients, he started blowing me off. I dropped him two years ago. I dropped him a year ago. I dropped him six months ago. I told him last week we weren't doing this no more. Then I found out, you know, to say 25 clients went down to 10 uh, or five. So, long story short, I, I went and bought new, I went and bought new equipment. My grandfather co-signed for me for my first mower. It's like $8,000, uh, 17 years old. Um, I got a charge account at the local um, small engine shop. I put my weed eaters, my blowers, my string, everything on it. And then I had, a, I went and opened a charge account up at um, the fuel, the gas station, local small gas station. Right. Um, and I, and that's where it goes to, that's where I have to argue with that statement. It takes money to make money. I, I don't, I don't agree with that. Um, it takes takes want. It takes um, confidence. It takes asking for what most people won't ask for, um, and being able to sell yourself and have people believe in you. If they believe in me, that's why they give me the credit cards. Uh, not credit cards. They give me the, the line of credits at their stores and they help me get started. Right, and then my grandfather co-signer. If it was eight thousand, it was eight million. He still he still helped me. I had to have that help. Um, so. 
very grateful for that. Paid that mower off, bought several after that. But um, I just put my head down and really focused on getting more clients, use them clients as a base, pay what I had, and just started working. Started working, started working before I knew it. Literally was sitting, I'll never forget it. I was sitting in a uh, parking lot. I lived right, right around the corner from a shopping center. And somehow or another, one of my signs got put up somewhere. The guy that owned the shopping center saw it and he called me. He's like, hey, I own this center. Do you want to cut it? I was like, let's go. You know, that's my first big deal. Well, that led into his hotel and that led into his houses. And then it was just, it just escalated from there. My, um, Girlfriend at the time, fiance at the time, um, her dad actually got me my first $2,200 job and it was trimming some, cutting the tops out of some trees. I mean, my uncle did it. You know, that was like eye opening. I'm mowing these $40 yards and I got this $2,200 job and it's like, hmm, that was easy. You know, it did take a couple of days, but you know, well, then somebody asked me to cut a tree in Clayton, Louisiana. So I ran the lift. And I rented this kid's steer. We were leaving it on site. And I spent uh, way more time than I I would today doing it. But I got it down. It was like three grand or something. And since then, it just kind of took off. And when I was cutting a tree, one of the guys that actually was licensed uh, in the state, because I didn't have a license at the time, he actually pulled up. Best friends. He's best friend of my wedding now. Um, But he pulled up. So what are you doing? I was like, I'm just kind of straight, you know. Uh, so we actually ended up partnering up for several years, and I hauled all his debris. He cut the trees. I hauled the debris. Um, that really opened my eyes. I learned a lot about tree business in that aspect. And when I bought that skid steer, um, you know, for two years, I I really wanted a skid steer. And I was scared of that $768 a month note. I was like, I, I saw, can I pay it? Can I do it? I don't know. You know, actually, the salesman's in my office right now. He actually got me approved on that deal. And we, you know, he got me approved like three or four times. I'm in, I'm out. 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 Nope, nope. Winter's coming. I'm out. Well, I finally was like, let's go. Ordered it before I got in. I had multiple weeks worth of work. And that next year, I had half a million dollars worth of revenue to my business off a $40,000 machine. Uh, and I was like, hmm, can I get three of <laughs> So me and him, me and me and that guy kind of split on hauling debris and stuff. I was like, it's kissed here. We, a couple of years and I got my own live and got my own license and, um, kind of a, one of them turning points is we got into it and he told me that, um, he was basically the tree man. I should even be bidding on a tree. I don't have a license. And uh, it was a real heated conversation. And he he's told me, and he was best man wedding. He actually told me not too long ago. He was like, I looked at the guy that was in trouble with me when that happened and said, he's going to go get a license. You know, it wasn't a month. I had a license. Like, Let's go. You know, so I blew up and started doing a million to me and a half a year um, in the tree business, lawn care. Um, I'd pressure wash. And then that started buying other stuff. I had Police purchased a record service and I, I had much real estate, um, Sportsman's Lodge on Lake Concordia, 11 cabins, 40 RVs, spots. Um, 
bunch of different small buying land, flipping land. First land deal I actually seen on Facebook the other day. Uh, it was about six years ago. I think it was six years ago. I bought a lot for uh, $2,200 and I sold it for 5500 And it was like, hmm, that was a month. I was like, well, that's easy. That's yeah. how I kind of got broke down in real estate. I was like, well, let's go. Um, and then all the other pieces of real estate, it just kind of escalated from there. So group, Grew, 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 worth ethic, worth it, just work, just hustled all the time. And then me and another guy ended up partnering up. We created Strickland Porter Land. And we started doing some flips on top of still doing the tree service and, and that stuff. Um, and we were like, well, what's our name move? Because like, I bought one track. Um, I think I bought it for like 110. I sold it for like 300 grand in a six months time span. And, um, they want to do a bigger scale, so we decided we we're going to do two. We we're going to do a subdivision. Well, we bailed off on a ten million dollar uh, subdivision, and then start doing a bunch of other real estate. I think today we, we we've got around twenty three million worth of real estate um, between all of the holdings, but um, all company holding, not personal. But um, it's just kind of escalate to that, and, and and fortunate enough, all the way from getting in the right room with that person to help me start that first business to everything in between. Like I wanted to get in the cattle business. Um, you know, I went and bought a million dollar ranch <laughs> on an owner five deal with 10% down. Um, watched the guy's show, watched every season, eight seasons. I sent him an email two weeks later. He's in my house. We buy cows together. So it's famous. Like, but I just asked, I, I believed in him. I asked to buy his buy a saddle from him. We kicked, we hit it off, and you know we're still friends today. Um, just actually shot a TV show with him not too long ago. Uh, end of the year, if, if they pick it up, we'll get a season out of it. Um, and then when I decided I wanted to be big into real estate, understanding that how you get a mentor, you have to have a mentor, and how to pick the mentors and understanding. You don't take advice from anybody that don't have what you want. So if, if you want to do a million dollars a year, find somebody doing a million dollars a year. If they don't do a million dollars a year, you don't take advice from them. Um, I found Grant Cardone. I was like, that's my guy, right? Um, I actually started with Ramsey. Spent a lot of money, like 60 grand with him. And um, it just wasn't the right fit. Found Grant. I was like, let's go, you know? Uh, over a million dollars for them in the last six, 12 to 18 months. Um, you know, personal mentorship, Brandon Dawson, great guy. Um, do a lot, do a lot with, with both of them. Um, but I found the guy I want I want to be a billionaire. Hmm. I'm going to be a billionaire. I'll, I'm, I'm going to have multiple billion dollars worth of real estate. And I used one mentor, my father-in-law, on how to get with the banks, how to how to use the banks, and the debt, and the lease purchases, and the owner fines, and the creative creative side of the real estate. But I outgrew that, and I was like, I got to have the mentor, and I didn't want to take the next step, the next step, the next step mentor. I wanted to go for the big mentor because I I want to move at a thousand miles per hour, not a hundred miles an hour. So getting with Grant, doing one on ones with him, it just opened my eyes up, and it has been a life changing. At the stuff I've learned from Grant and Brandon 
and the, the mindset changes on, on just on real estate and the business and money in itself and time trading time for money and what you do with it when you get it. And there's just so much people don't understand. Um, so, and that's, that's kind of the journey. And I'm, I'm, I'm here now and we, uh, we're actually laying roads in the subdivision. Um, just finished up drainage, several land roads. We just finished up drainage. We're about to start water and gas roads about two weeks. We'll start, uh, soil cement and, 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 and liming the roads and probably a month we'll have roads and start selling lots. And we actually bought another subdivision out, built a bunch of houses in it right now. Um, so I've got five spec homes, you know, two million, dollars, two and a half million dollars for the spec homes going up right now, uh, that I'll build out and I'll sell them. Um, so, and, and now another thing I'm doing is buying businesses, you know, th this year I bought, um, uh, bought three businesses in the last 12 months um, and all just added line uh, uh, verticals in my main business, mm -hmm. just add-ons. Um, so that's where my main focus is right now is real estate and buying businesses and also operating the business, my main business with Stricken Porter Construction. Um, so the way it's broke down right now is Stricken Porter Construction, Stricken Porter Land, and Land's Acquisition Development Company, Stricken Porter Construction is a drunk construction company does uh, new construction on commercial and residential also remodels i've got cabinet shop verticals and then i've got a custom cabinet shop dumpster rentals uh a tree service i bought a fencing company um hvac i've got um land clearing dozers tracos so i've got multiple verticals i've just got i've got a big menu um you know so having in the construction side having that menu you know i've got you say I've got 40 different things that I can put in front of you. I can sell you something. Uh, but most companies don't have that. Most companies are narrow and they have, if you're an HVAC company, you service, you install new and you repair. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that's cool. But if you don't have somebody that needs them three things, then you don't have a job. Right. Uh, you know, so just adding them other verticals and understanding how to grow and how to buy revenue versus creating revenue. And there's just a lot to it. And that's where I'm at now. So it's kind of a, a timeline history of where I'm at. Man, this is incredible. And yeah, what a story. I'm listening. I'm like, this is the American dream. Like this is like persistence and, you know, figuring things out as you go and not having the answers, but you just kind of like put yourself out in that situation. You got introduced to an idea or an opportunity and you said you had the courage to act on that. And that goes with the will that I was talking about earlier. You have that will to be great and take action and make things happen. When you hear something that like sparks your, your ears or your eyes, you're just like, let's go, let's do that. So you've said that multiple times now. I love it. All right. I'll never forget. And I knew I needed to change mentors when I took my mentor through my subdivision mm. and he said, his exact words was you have lost your mind. This is too big of a deal. Like I, I would never bite something off this big. I say this time. So I went and found me a Billy, a Billy mentor and, you know, um, now I wish I'd have knew what I knew now on the real estate side. And if I did, wasn't so tied up in these two subdivisions, we would have a thousand doors without crowdfunding anything. The cash we had, we'd, we'd own $100 million today um, and multifamily and it's complete getting paid to wait, forced appreciation, tons of other stuff you can learn uh, that I've learned over the mentorship with Grant. But right now I'm building myself out of these subdivisions and 
you know, I'm projecting five years we're out of both subdivisions and I'm going to completely turn it all to multifamily. Um, eventually I will start an SEC fund and, and, and crowdfund um, and stick to multifamily. That's, that's, that's where the, that's, that's the best in real estate that you're going to get for the tax benefits, getting paid to wait. People don't understand. And I, I heard, I watched a guy the day call it alligator loans, alligator investments is a lot of people want to play real estate investor and they want to buy all the stuff. They want to take all the capital and want to throw it, throw it, throw it. Well, if it's not paying you to wait, how many deals can you really do? But if every deal was paying you, how many deals can you go do, right? But if you got a bunch of notes, you're sitting on a lot of property, yes, you might get big of a million. That's cool. But you could have just went and bought this stuff, paid you to wait, and you could have bought five million. So just understand that. Once I get out of these subdivisions, I'm not building any more subdivisions. My, you know, the construction company will still continue, but from a land acquisition development company, we're going to stick to um, just multifamily, and we're going to kind of swap that description of what the business does, and it's going to be a real estate company. So, Okay. Yeah, and, like, talking about that mindset shift and, like, thinking big and small, like, you think, obviously, really big today, but it wasn't always like that. And you even, like, mentioned that, like, Grant Cardone called you out for doing a $14 million deal. And he said, that's too small, man. Like, you got to you gotta pick it up. So, like, how is just that overall perspective of thinking bigger? Like, how has that really transformed your life? You know, money's a, money's a, it's a, it's a, it's a weird conversation for a lot of people. Because they don't understand how money really works. Everybody values money and they chase money their entire life. It's never ending. If you make a trillion dollars, they're going to go print another trillion. Right. Like, there's no end game. So if you spend your entire career chasing money, you're never going to find happiness. The happiness comes in the options it provides. Everybody wants to argue, well, it still takes money. Okay, yes, it still takes money, but it's the options it provides. Chase the options, not the money. It's really just a mindset. Do I want to be able to take my kids to Cabo for a month every year, or do I want to go to Orange Beach for four days, five days? It's a mindset that you might be cool with that. I don't want to go hang out with the brokies. I would rather go hang out with the guys that can elevate me, get the connections I need, and they're in Cabo. The guys that can write the $100 million check, the million-dollar check, all them checks to invest with you or do deals, the network, that's in Cabo. That's not – there is some connections, right? But you're more apt to get, as they say, your network is your net worth. Right. So I'm always trying to I'm very strategic on when I go, where I go, who am I going to meet? I want to shake hands with the people that I, I want to be known. Everybody you say it's about who knows you or who, you know, it's not about who, you know, it's about who knows you. I love I do it all the time now that I've gotten social media and I've got um, in the real estate and my name's everywhere and the, the athletic department, I'm pouring money in there and just my name's everywhere. There's so many people that come up to me all the time. It's like, hey, I know you. How are you? I've heard such great things about you. That's what I want because the more people that know me like that, 
when on when my kids are old enough, and as I get bigger, 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 when my when my just say my kids are on the way to Missouri on on a, for a duck hunt, like I was when I was sixteen years old, and they're in the middle of a random town, and they have a blowout, and it's midnight. Who's gonna know me because of my last name? Be able to help my kids. Wow. Versus, you sit on the side of the road, you don't know nobody. Nobody knows your last name. That's just something I'm chasing. That's not just for that, but it's if they know me, they're gonna be more apt to help my help my children, right? And also just building value, building value for everybody. I want there's something that everybody can learn from everybody. It's nobody's better than anybody. Some people figure it out. Some people don't. Um, you know, as I say, everybody's. Not everybody should be an employer. There's employees and there's employers. And you didn't have both, you wouldn't have company, right? Um, but if it's if it's from a employee standpoint or employer standpoint, everybody can learn from somebody to, to make more money. Um, you know, something I see all the time is, you know, I'm gonna go get this side hustle. I'm gonna go get the second job, this third job, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And it's like why? Won't you put your side hustle in your business that in my business that you're working for me? Yeah. You know, it's my fault. Maybe it's my fault. I don't have enough menu. I've got enough menu. Um, but here's some incentives. You know, instead of spending five to nine at night working for somebody else trying to create some extra money, how about you work five to nine for my company and go sell or do this or do this or do this on a center plan and make more money? But everybody normally just hates their job and they want to go try to do a side hustle. And it just never never really pans out either for them that way either. Um, so, Yeah. And you've said that it's like easier to buy a million dollars in revenue than create it yourself. And that's something that I've never heard before. So like, again, we're talking about money and like a lot of people just don't know what we don't know. And so you also mentioned how that like the biggest wealth transfer in our time is happening right now. And we don't need any more small businesses because you can anything you want right now, it's already it's already built and it already exists. So can you talk about that for someone that's just hearing this for the first time and like how they can get in on those opportunities? Right. So right now, um, uh, they say it's like 68, 69 trillion dollars worth of uh, wealth transfer happening over the next 10 years. And that's because. The generations are changing. The baby boomers are dying off of the retiring. So the baby boomer generation is you grew up as an American dream. You work, you save your money, you buy a house, you buy a car, you pay it off, and you retire, right? Well, all they know is their entire life is they work, 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 save, save, save. And they work their entire life. They they didn't run a company. Nine out of ten small businesses just own a job. They don't actually own own a company. Uh, people, people. Well, I got my own. I want to come because I own LLC. Okay, cool. You still work every day and you're in the field and you, know, you don't sit behind a desk and you don't get to do whatever you want to do when you want to do it. How you want to do it, right? So they work their entire life and save that money and they get to the end and they're like, well, what do I do? I'm just gonna sell my equipment for pennies on a dollar. And I'm just gonna shut down. They don't know that there's an owner five. They don't know that how to even structure the sale. So being able to present, hey, I'll own a fight, I'll lease purchase it, I'll straight cash buy it. You know, them options, I'll become a partner with you. No money, I'll become a partner with you. 50% 
I'm you were shutting down anyway. Let me add value and let's go sell for a multiple. There's so many different ways to get a company and what you want to do. So for instance, and I was already doing it back then um, with the lawn care is buying that company. I want to be in the lawn care business. If I want to be at my, uh, my 17 or 7 if, if when he decides he wants to do something, you know, a year ago, he didn't have a dollar. Today, he's got, he'll have about 25000 Um Next month, he's just, he stayed illiquid and he's put his cash and he saved it and he's investing in real estate and he can't touch it and it's building, right? Every time he gets a 1000 he just dumps it in one of my spec houses. So when he decides he wants to go buy something, if he wants to buy a lawn care business, we're going to go buy a business that's doing three hundred grand a year. If you started a lawn care business and you went and bought all the equipment, I guarantee you it'd take you 12, it'd probably take you 24 to 48 months to do 300 grand. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you have no customers. You spend so much time getting the customers. Heck with all that. Go buy the business doing 300 grand a year. Let's figure out how we take it from 300 to 600. And making that jump is easy. Probably just by changing some management, changing, adding some verticals in there changing the menu up so they have some more stuff they can sell, maybe adding some salesmen, um, some quality control. There's just some, some you can manage that business, right, uh, versus trying to create it. So, I mean, that, that's where the, the buying the business really comes into play is buying the revenue. If you want to do a million, I think it's statistically, it's like seven out of ten or something, do not make a million dollars a year. So to get to a million, that's a, I mean, that's a good deal. But you also could just go buy the guy that's been in business for 50 years that's doing a million a year and then take all them clients. If you had a CRM built out of 50 years worth of clients and you can run new ads and new money, you know, you're not chasing new money, you're chasing second money, third money, fourth money, 10th money from over the years of these clients, right? You still have the owner on as the front face of business or helping as a partner or Maybe he's just in the background and he's still standing behind it. However that works, you're chasing second to however what number of money, not new money trying to attract a new customer because they've had that customer base for 50 years, right? So, or 20 years or five years or whatever. So when you run them ads, you say you had a thousand people and you sent out a deal at a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars to clean your AC at a thousand, a thousand people and you converted 10 of them. 10% of them, you got a hundred customers that you come to your house. When you get to their house, they're there for a hundred dollar cleaning, but this one needs an HVAC cleaning. This one needs an HVAC repair. This one needs a new unit. How much money does that generate? And they believe in you because they already hired that company for the last, they've been working with for the last 30 years versus, Hey, I'm the new guy. I'm 25 years old and I'm in, I'm in the HVAC business. Let's go. Can I be your guy? You're not going to get to work. Uh, so really just mind shift changing in my book, I talk about that. Just options of way you can buy and lease purchase and owner find. Even if they won't owner find, it's a good deal. The money's there. There's so much money on this planet. It's crazy. There's not a shortage of money on this planet. There's, there's a shortage of people going after it. Um, it's definitely easy to get. There's so much private equity. There's so much baby boomers that's dying off. The kids are getting the millenniums. Don't know. They, all they want is the cash, but when they get the cash, they're like, well, what do I do with it? So there's so many there's so many people that's coming into money that are looking for investments. Um, it's just really easy to get, but most people won't focus on the deal; they focus on the money. Like I don't, I, 
if it's a deal, I can, if I lost everything today, I didn't have a nickel. I didn't have credit cards. I didn't have my name. I didn't have anything. I don't lose my personality. I don't lose my mouth. I don't lose my confidence. I can put a real estate deal together. I promise you I can put a real estate deal together. Cost me no money and can make me a millionaire in one deal. Um, or even a little, you littler and I could go and pick up a hundred grand, 50 grand, but I wouldn't focus on the money. Everybody does that. Well, that's, you know, that they want a million dollars. I got to have 250 grand down to buy that deal. And then I got to cash flow it. Okay. Isn't it a deal? Cause I, I mean, and a part of networking, I've got guys that I could pitch it to, you know, I might could fund it. It depends on what deal, but you won't focus on the deal. You focus on the money. All you know is you need 250 grand. You can't fathom that. Okay. I remember when I couldn't fathom that. Now it's like 100 grand a week in bills. I mean, it's just a mind shift change of worrying about the deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, it's so good because I've also, like you just said, if you started from scratch, you didn't have any money, you could still put together that deal. And that speaks to the power of having a network and building those relationships and knowing the people that do and getting in those rooms. And again, that's something that I didn't hear until, you know, what you spoke at uh, Toronto that first time is like, you don't have to have the money to negotiate those deals and still get a piece and run and negotiate that entire operation. So can you talk a little bit more about that? And like, how do you even find those golden opportunities and then negotiating it? Like, what does that look like when you don't have the capital to invest? So there's multiple ways. Now there's two different aspects of that. So just say, just say from a real estate standpoint, all right, let's just say, uh, let's just use my office. For instance, $315,000 by this office. Okay. I put it, I, I got a deal together. 20 grand down, all right? $20,000 down in this office. 6%, 30-year loan, no balloon, stroke to deal. Now, if I didn't have 20 grand, how would I get the 20 grand? You can get 20 grand easy. Your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your grandpa, friends, somebody, if it's a deal, has $20,000. And if it's four people with five grand, it's eight people at twenty five hundred, or it's twenty people with a thousand dollars. You can come up with twenty thousand dollars. And if you say you can't, it's just because you're trying to validate why you're not, why you didn't chase your dreams, um, validate why why you can't do it. When in reality, you can. You just don't want to. Oh, uh, you rather make excuses, right? So, and I did put uh, I put a about 300 grand, 250, $300,000 in this building. I sold it for 787. So, you know, and, and I actually, on the sale, did a, a portion. I actually lease purchased with the option at 787. He put 350 G's down. Um, so I got my money back that I put in this deal, right? Now he's on a fine. I'm making 60, 80 grand, whatever, a, a year interest for the next five years. If he don't execute by it, then it's my building still. 
Uh, but it's getting creative to put that deal together to make the money. Um, there's so many deals. Lease purchase. You don't have money. Okay. You want to buy this piece of property? I'll lease purchase to you for $800,000 at four grand a month. Two grand a month goes towards the, uh, the, the interest and two grand a month goes to principal. So at the end, you get $24,000 as part of your down payment. Now, we say we bump it, you paid everything, we bump it in one more year, and then you get 48000 Depending on if the building's paid off or not, I've seen deals where the building's paid off and you get 100% credit. So if I give you four grand a month, it's going to get the lease purchase. The old man's just ready to roll, and he's just like, whatever, bro, let's go. Well, in the end, you got $48,000 as part of your down payment. Hmm. So it gives you a year to go get money from other places on top of what you're paying is going down as your down payment because you sh you owe them 800, but you $48,000 less. If you got to, everything goes straight to principal. So you say, um, you need 160 within well, you got a year, save up 120 or go find it in other places. But, but you got a year to do that and everything you're paying is going towards your down payment because when the bank pays them out, they're only going to pay them seven four seven fifty two, not 800. So that's one deal, one way to come up with a down payment without having to really come up with a down payment up front to make a deal happen. It costs you four grand. You walk into eight hundred thousand dollar deal. I've seen it. Five hundred thousand deal. You know, my, my father in law did a deal before five hundred k. Um, three grand a month for a year, and then in that year he sold the deal for seven fifty. He picked a quarter million up, didn't own the real estate, had uh, only controlled the paper, and it only cost him a note every month. He went in there and cleaned it up, and he sold the deal. He paid that guy off, executed his right to purchase, and paid the guy off, and put 250 in his pocket. Man. And the money he paid every month back. That's another way to make money without, you know, I've sold so many papers. Sign purchase agreement. Hey, I know this is a really good deal. Sign purchase agreement. Turn around on this deal. Sign another purchase agreement, and we double close it. I never pay for it. I own it for five minutes. I go to the attorney's office. I did it. I did the house today. I paid eighty grand for a house. Sign purchase agreement for a hundred grand. Went. I got twenty grand down at purchase agreement signing. On my second purchase, I sold it for a hundred. Twenty grand down payment. Okay. Thirty days later, we went, and we. I closed. Then they flipped me the paperwork and I closed again. Never had to pay for the property. I got 20 grand out of it. Never put any money down. I said, I'm sorry, I put a thousand dollars down on that purchase agreement when I first signed. I made the seller, the buyer on my end, put 20 grand down. So I pulled all my cash out up front on the purchase agreement, non refundable, and no contingency was a cash buy. I got 20 grand up front. I mean, that one way. Can you come up with 20 grand? Yeah. And they take a grand turn in and just sign paperwork. Um, but you got to get the right mentor to understand how to get creative. I did that. I had the mentor show me how to get creative and I ran with it. And I pulled from other mentors and it was amplified everything I knew. It, it, it's, just, it's shown now. Um, number one piece of advice that anybody can do is figure out exactly what they want what their personal, professional, and financial goals are 
who has it and figure out how to get in the room with them, how to hire them, study every aspect of them. There's a lot of free content out there on anybody, any mentor you really want to know, you really want to follow. Majority, there's a lot of content out there. Um, you know, all their books, read and understand how they did it. You don't have to recreate the wheel. People say, well, you can do the same exact things this person done, and it doesn't work. That's, I don't believe that. If, if somebody, as long as you're confident in yourself, you invest in yourself, and you can really deliver, and you can sell yourself. You can take the same, I can give you a blueprint of something I've done or somebody else has done and be able to every way through it. It worked. It wasn't a sales gimmick. It worked. It was a real numbers. Like Brandon. Brandon sold a company for $151 million, right? 77 times he would have. He's done it multiple times in different businesses. And this is how you do it. Spend half a million dollars to figure that out. And then you can partners with him. I spent the half million. But what what his plan, what he did with all these, he can do, he, he we're gonna do together on on my company. We're gonna take it public. My plan is go to $125 million per year worth of revenue in the next 10 years by buying revenue. And once all the systems and everything is created, when you suck this company in, it's like bam, here's my here's my way of doing everything. My phone's ringing. I took on more employees. Here's all my systems. So let's get any more money. Uh, but the blueprint's there, and it's proven itself time and time and time again. Um, so, number one piece of advice is get into it. That's exactly what you want. Study them, figure out how to really get in the room with them, and uh, just be persistent and have the will and the want to and go after it and understand why. Um, and it, anything's achievable. Doesn't matter if you want to make a million dollars, you want to make a hundred million. It's achievable if you put yourself in a position to win. You know, it's like football players. They don't put their position in self to win, study the film and practice every day and eat healthy and blah, blah, blah. Then are they going to win? Probably not a good chance. But if they train, they do everything the right way and they, they listen to their coach and they have their mentor and they all this, they probably they got a real high chance of winning. You know, same same philosophy. Yeah, man. You are just dropping bombs right now and giving us the blueprint, making it sound so easy. But, you know, it actually is once you know what to do. So thank you so much. And the listeners right now run that back. If it sounded a little confusing, a little complex, your first time hearing something like that, like run it back because it you can break it down into simple terms and get results in your life and just model and even copy what Michael's doing and you're going to get it just like he said. So another thing that you said though, and a couple of times is that confidence, like we can have the same blueprint, but if you don't have the confidence to execute, it's not going to get the same results. So where does your confidence come from? Um, one, I mean, you know, you, you have different personalities, right? Um, but at the end of the day, Regardless, especially in sales, it's just being confident. Um, my confidence comes from stuff I've done, I've achieved. Like, wow, I did that. You know, um, you know, when you can drive through this subdivision, 
that overall is a $40 million project. When you do something like that, it really amplifies and, and helps that confidence, right? But also down to all the way to the little deal, buying the $2,200 lot, selling it for $5,500. Like, I did that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's got to start somewhere. When you make money by doing something that you're good at, it proves that you're good at it and you just get confident in that area. Um, I'm really good at sales. One of my salesmen is Grant Cardone. One of my salesmen doors is Grant Cardone, right? Uh, but every business I own is in sales. So if it's my gas station that's selling tires and oil, gas, it's my construction services serving, selling jobs. If it's my fence company, that's selling fences. If it's my tree service selling fence jobs, if it's my real estate selling real estate, if it's my coaching selling coaching, everything I do is blue collar or I mean the coaching not really blue collar, but it's sales. Yeah. So I identified you have to identify what you're good at and figure out how to monetize it. I'm good. It's structuring. I'm good at sales. I'm good at making action plans and I'm good at following through and making sure it happens. And, and just, you know, my business partner, um, I'll never, he, he said on camera, he said, why they asked him, why did you partner with Michael? He said, cause Michael gets things done. You know, I can say, Hey, we need to do this. Next thing I know, it's like, bam, bam, bam. You know, here's a big, here's how we're going to do it. People are some people are good at that, some people aren't. Time management, uh, construction management, putting plans in place, how we're gonna do this financially, the actual work side of it, how are we gonna do this, right? So, I mean, that's that's been a and that that brought some confidence there. Just hearing why'd you why'd you mentor or why did you uh, partner with him? Because he he takes action, you know, yeah. uh, as Grant says, is over commit and over deliver. All the time, yeah. and I'm saying this a lot, all the time, I will literally say, I said yesterday, I'm standing in the middle of the road to my subdivision. I look at one of my guys doing me for seven years. I looked at him and I said, the shit I get myself into. And he's like, he just laughed. He said, no, the shit you get us into. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he's like, you know, I, I never knew no from grass cutting to putting a subdivision in, let's go. If it makes sense, let's go. Oh, what's the worst that's gonna happen? We'll fail. It's not about how hard. It's not about how you fall, or how hard you fall. It's about how you get back up. Mm. Uh, my my, my father-in-law mentor, real estate. He told me that. It, I in the record deal and some other deals, you know, it just didn't pan out. He said, "Son, it's not about it not working out. It's about you was able to absorb it and keep going." I lost four hundred ninety-six thousand dollars in South Carolina because I got in with a guy and his, his girlfriend that screwed me out of four hundred ninety-six thousand dollars, two thousand nineteen. I come home, put my head back down, got back in the trees, and just worked. Most people take a half million dollar lick, they'll go work for somebody else, and they'll never do it again. I was like, let's go. I mean, yeah, it sucks. I'm not going to spend bad money and chase good money, you know. Um, just put my head down and let's go. And 
having that will to do it and understand my why. I mean, at the end of the day, that's the biggest deal. If you chase money, you're never going to be happy. And if you do it for yourself, you're probably not going to do it to your best ability because it's not, I mean, you know, it's not going to affect anybody besides you. Understanding my why and my kids, you know, when my daughter's going to walk up to me when I walk in that bedroom and I, when I walk in the house and she's going to run up and say, Daddy, hey, Daddy, love you, Daddy, and just smile. I got to look her in the eyes and be like, I didn't do what I need to do today. And when she turns, when she's 25, she's going to be depending on another man. And she going to live and be in a situation she don't want to be in because of money. That ain't going to happen. I refuse for that to happen. She'll have enough passive income that anybody she wants to date, unless she goes to a, a, a an average American, she'll have enough passive income that will trump anything they can do as an earned income. Unless they're, you know, an, an entrepreneur, but or no more working employee. And if she wants to go be with an employee, I'm completely fine. I don't, I don't care. Like, as long as she's happy, right? But I don't know that she'll have enough income that she can live in America and not have financial restraints and it will be a passive income. That that in itself is, is major. And that's my big why. You know, you, you have the option. You go in the front of the plane, or you can go to sleep and watch a movie, or you're going to read a book. Everybody's like, I don't like to read. Okay. <laughs> Richest man in the world, Warren Buffett reads four hours a day. What does that tell you? How he knew he needed to buy in the coat was by reading. He made $550 million two years ago. I don't know what he made last year. $550 million as an investor in coat. What he knew he needed to do that off of reading. So, I mean, pick your poison. Are you going to give off or are you going to read the book? Are you going to watch a YouTube video? Are you going to figure out how to get in that ment- have that mentor, get in that room, believe in them, show them you believe in them, attract them, and get them to actually mentor you? Uh, a lot of people don't spend time or invest in their self to understand how to do that. A lot of people say, well, I don't know how to get a mentor. I don't know how to attract a mentor. Oh, okay. So instead of buying the Gucci, the Gucci handbag or the platinum truck or this or that, why don't you why do one-on-one with me or do one-on-one with somebody else or spend a lot of time or spend that money on buying somebody else's program and understand how to attract that mentor. But a lot of people don't, don't want to do that. They want to go buy the, the, the dumb stuff and not invest in yourself. So the way money works is when you get money, you invest in yourself and you invest what makes you money. And then you invest for passive income. Everybody wants to jump to the passive income. They want mailbox money because they just want to sit at home and be lazy. That don't work. You can't get the passive income you need to live in and live in America without doing step one and two because you need a lot of money, capital, to put in something that's going to provide enough passive income for you to live. Uh, but everybody wants to get a side hustle. They want to invest. They want to buy this house because they want an eight hundred dollars a month check in their mailbox. Like, what's that doing for you? Like, you're all you're broke and you're still broke. Eight hundred dollars does not make you where you have options. Um, so understanding that when you get money, you invest in yourself. Nobody can take that from you. Nobody. The only way you lose that is if you die. So every, th- every dollar you spend on yourself and you gain knowledge and you pay attention and you write notes and you get them gold notes and you apply it into your business, bro, you, you can't do nothing but win. Somebody, you, I, you can't, I'll never believe, you'll never be able to show me somebody that gets earned income from wherever they get it from. Invest in their self and what they're good at 
whatever their niche is, whatever their gift is, they invest in their self to learn more about that gift and to be able to monetize it and they invest in what makes them money that they're broke and they can't make it. But most people will not invest in their self. Most people can't find them writing a $500,000 check or $5,000 check for four hours. People, some people are like, oh my God, are you serious? And some people was like, why ain't you, why, why, why don't it cost more? Yeah. You know, it's a hundred grand for four hours. $25,000 an hour. It's like, I think it's like $260 a minute or something. But, but it's I, worth it every time, right? <laughs> for the first 15 minutes, I ask the right questions. Understand that people have what you want. People is a new currency on this planet, not money. Yeah. Money's everywhere. But if you don't have the right connections, one person can change your life forever. One person can help you change your family trajectory, your family tree forever. But most people will say, well, I want to do my own bill. I don't want a partner. I don't want to raise money. Okay. We'll stay small. Yeah. On a job for the rest of your life. You know, uh, I love partners. And there's operating agreements. There's certain things put in place around that. You know, it's not the Wild Wild West, but everything spelled out and you know who does what. Partnerships are great. But people go into partnerships with their best friend, they don't put any operating agreement and they don't have any serious thoughts and they don't have a structure and they don't invest in time with a mentor to figure out how to structure it and they fail. And then just another statistic. So, yeah. Yeah. I love how you mentioned like investing in yourself is the most important investment because again, like you said, everyone wants that passive income and to, they don't want to delay that gratification to put things off. They want those immediate results. And when you are investing yourself, you're not seeing those like that revenue coming in right away because you're you're putting the bank in here. But then those skills that you learn, that's what's going to get you the revenue down the line. Even a week after or a couple of days, like you can start applying exactly what you learned and get those results. So truly, guys, that is the number one investment. And I'm so glad that you brought it up today for anyone listening. Yeah, invest in yourself. That's, that's it. Invest in yourself. You can't tell me. you. Like, if you invest in yourself, there's no way you can't win. Yeah. So we're going to start to wrap this up because I want to be respectful of your time here. Um, we'll do like two more quicker questions and then um, we'll promote your book real quick and then get on with the rest of our days. So I'm curious, man, as you are a highly successful entrepreneur, what are some of your non-negotiable daily habits and routines to maintain and expand your success? Uh, training every day, um, you know, every morning, six to seven, I train, listen. It might be motivation, might be whatever. It's from a mentor. If it's you know ET, if it's uh, Grant Cardone, if it's Brandon Dawson, if it's, um, John Maxwell, whoever it is, I'm going to do something in that hour for sure. Um, because you know, an hour, well, an hour a day, it turns into 365 yeah. hours, uh, in a year, right? Two, so that's, uh, two, that's almost, that's almost nine weeks, eight, nine weeks investing into your mindset and into, there's so many free golden nuggets out there. If you just listen and read, uh, that you can put into your business, um, and then also, 
And with that being said, when you get in them, when you when you study like that, when you get around the high network individuals, they gain confidence in you because of the conversations you can have and the questions you ask. Yeah. When you read somebody's book or you text somebody, hey, can we meet up? Probably not gonna happen. But when you text them say, hey, chapter chapter five, line paragraph two, line three, you said this. What what does this mean? They're way more amped to answer you. Uh, you know, they're 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 they probably would meet with you because they know you're serious and you're reading and you're taking notes and you're trying, right? Versus just trying to hang out with them. So that, and then I, you know, I have certain team meetings now with, with team leaders and project managers throughout the day of instruction. Um, and then all my calls with Cardone and stuff, you know, my weekly calls and um, just making sure I'm on them. And also in the, in the evening time, after kids get to bed and stuff, putting right back into reading something or, or listening to something. Uh, if I'm going down the road, I always try to listen to uh, either motivation or everybody needs to be motivated. doesn't matter how much money you make, what you do, you still need to be motivated. So studying or listening or listening to audio books or, you know, something, but always taking time to invest in myself. Yeah. If you do invest in yourself, you, you can't not, not win. So Every day, too, you start with that hour of power and then you're turning that drive time into a live time. So I love that. And something that we can all do if you're listening, you want to make the most out of each day, optimize your life, get better results. Those are some things that you can put into practice starting today if you're listening to it right now. So love that. And got one more question before we wrap things up here. What's been one of the greatest lessons or advice received? That has made the biggest impact on you. Oh, you know, I I would probably say, think you're thinking too small. Like you got to think bigger. Like I didn't really understand. Everybody jokes about that. Think bigger. Uh, okay. Well, when you think bigger, you start to take bigger actions. You start to, you know, as Brandon says, um, what you I think it's, it's what you think. Is what you say, what you say is what you do, and what you do becomes your legacy. Hmm. But it starts with what you think, right? The, the key thing there is what you think. So if you think bigger, then what you think is what you say, and what you say is what you do, and what you do is becomes your legacy. It's going to be way bigger if you just think bigger. Can you own a million-dollar business? If you ask the average – I guarantee you ask nine out of ten people – Probably 9.8 out of 10 people. Can you own a million dollar piece of property? Could you? They're going to tell you no. Well, why not? Because they don't have the knowledge. They wouldn't invest in their sale. They don't understand how to do a lease purchase. They don't understand how to do an owner fire. They don't understand how to go raise money. They don't understand how to put a deal together. Anybody can do it. But are they willing to invest in their sale, read the content, hire the mentor, whatever they have to do to be able to do it? They're not going to do it. Um, so thinking bigger and taking action, massive action, um, not just your daily routines, you know. And every time I go to a event, I come back and I see even more. It's like, let's go, you know. It's like this last event. And every event, you learn something from somebody. 
this last event, I learned something. Cost him 40 Gs, but hey, it's, I guarantee he makes me millions of dollars. Tens, hundreds of millions over the, over my lifespan. Over what I learned at this last event, one golden nugget. Cost me a lot of money to get it. I had to show up. I had to perform. I had to show I was serious. And then when you do that, and, that, and that's the thing with mentors, is don't email a mentor or ask, message them, direct message them, ask them to mentor you. Don't ask them for free stuff. Don't ask them, believe in them first. You you believe, say you, you, say you believe in uh, this guy and he's got coaching stuff and he's got products and he's got this and he's got that. He's got event, live events. Show up. Show up and sit on the front row. Oh, buy his programs. Get known. Let him see your face. Show him you believe in him. And when you believe in him, he'll believe in you. But if he don't know you, you randomly text him, say, will you mentor me? Probably not. Especially not for free. And I can do it for free. I do if you pay him, right? But a lot of people, a lot of people just want you to do it for free. And it's like, I don't know you. Never seen you before. Show up. You want me to mentor you? Buy a program. You have no idea where that's going to go. Right. You know, I got mentors that charge a hundred grand. Now it's like, you know, stuff on like, let's, you know, we're friends. Right. Um, but it took me showing up. Took me being on the front road. Took me doing one-on-ones. It took me all that stuff to get to that point. Cause I believed in them. Now they believe in me. So just, uh, believe in yourself. Hire mentor, invest in yourself, and you can't not not win. Um, yeah. If you can prove that you're doing all of that and you still can't win, I'd sit down with you and just give you some pointers for free. Because I, I love people that try for their self. Um, but it, it's hard to believe if you're investing yourself and you find the mentor and you're investing what makes you money and you, you figure your gift out and you set goals, targets, and have a team aligned with them, you you take on the world. All you need is like two or three guys put together, put a team together, and yeah, you can take on the world. And um, man, that's so good. Like, yeah, show that belief, but then also show that value too. Like, what are you bringing to the table? Not just like take, 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 but what can you give to that person and, you know, make it worth it for them too. So that's also another thing that I just like to add to that. But man, this has been incredible. I'm excited to listen to this again and just take notes myself. Let us know before you hop off, like how can we support you? You have your book, Time is Running Out. I will put the link in the show notes so everyone can grab a copy of that. What else do you have going on or what's something that you're looking forward to so we can get involved? Oh, you know, the real estate investments. Um, I've got a lot of lots, a lot of houses going up. Um, you know, for if you want to buy a house, you want to buy buy a lot, or uh, you want to see what kind of deals we can we can do together. Uh, definitely reach out from the real estate standpoint. As far as the coaching, uh, we're building some offers right now. I actually have a mastermind that I'm putting on December. I think it's first weekend. See the first second weekend in December. Um, it's a mastermind in the Bahamas. It's six seats. It's ten grand a seat. Um, me, Paul Gitter, which is the internet marketing nerd, uh, Gary Cox, I'll be speaking at that event, going to the Sandals for a day, 
uh, just a great event with like-minded people that understand how to grow and, and, and you just, that's part of getting in the small rooms and showing you're serious. Um, so that, that's the event I've got coming up. Um, you know, we can do one-on-one stuff and you know, michaelstrickland.com forward slash book and I'll fill a link out, space shipping, get you a free book and, uh, see where it goes from there. Awesome, man. I will, uh, drop your Instagram on here as well. Do you per- prefer LinkedIn, Instagram? Like where are you on social the most? It's Instagram and Facebook. It's Instagram really. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, we will get that out there. Michael, thank you so much for stopping by and keeping it real with us today. You are a world-class leader that's empowering everyday people to build a life that they're proud of while creating generational wealth to support families go from surviving to thriving. The world is a better and brighter place because of you and your work. I'm so grateful that we crossed paths on this journey as you shifted my mindset and have made a big impact on me in such a short amount of time. Thank you so much for sharing your insights with us today. I appreciate you having me and uh, it was a great, great time up in Canada and I look forward to doing it again and um, yeah, hopefully impacted some lives today and they can take something from this, from this podcast and uh, change their life. Are you ready to take charge of your health and transform your life? Well, get ready because we have the solution for you. Introducing the Nova Fusion 21 Day Wellness and Resilience Challenge. The ultimate program designed to stack massive momentum, achieve peak performance, and spark your transformation. In just 21 days, you can experience a total wellness revolution. Our challenge is jam-packed with daily inspiration, education, downloadable resources, and exciting challenges to keep you fired up and on track. But that's not all. When you join the challenge, you'll also become a member of our exclusive Nova Fusion family. Together we'll support and uplift one another as we continue to grow and thrive. Unlock the secrets of the world's best wellness and resilience practices to stay mentally and physically fit for a lifetime. From renewing healing practices to transformative high-performance techniques, we've got you covered. And here's something that sets us apart. I believe in these practices so much that I'm offering a money-back guarantee. That's right, if you don't see results, you can get your money back so you have absolutely nothing to lose, but everything to gain. So what are you waiting for? Take advantage of this limited time opportunity right now. Go to novafusion.co slash challenge to sign up and embark on the journey of a lifetime. Let's spark your transformation together. I can't wait to see you on the other side.